Welcome everyone to Good Night and Good Game, your source for geek news for the week that was. I'm your host James and with me as always is my wonderful co-host Hector. Hello. This week on the show it's time to talk about what we are looking forward to in 2023. From movies to games and television, we're ready to get excited for everything coming out. Before we start, don't forget that you can head over to goodnight.gg where as a patron of our show you can suggest topics for us to talk about. Our horror film reviews will pick back up next week just in time for us to start our coverage of martial arts films. So, with all of that out of the way, it's time to get excited for 2023. 2023. All right, so we're going to play this game just a little bit like we did our 2020 wrap-up. I have a list of things in front of us. There's no way we can get through everything on this list. We're just going to bounce it back and forth. We're going to talk about things in either movies, games, or television that we're excited about and why. And we're just going to jump in and have a good time and just enjoy each, just enjoy each other's company. Yeah. That's why we do this every mm-hmm. week. It's a it's an opportunity to spend time together. Yeah. It's a new year. Not really a new us. Yeah. It's just a way to be social. It's a way to be social. Yeah. It's, it's just... All right. Let's yeah. just jump in. It's good. Hector... Pick the first thing that you want to talk about on this list. Oh, man. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with it. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Okay. Yeah. Super excited. It's, it's supposed to be the last one in the series, right? Oh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so just a little t- tiny bit of history for the uninitiated mm-hmm. with this with this thing. Is um, anybody uninitiated with, with the Magic did, Mike? I think there, I think a lot of people, especially in our demographic, have not seen the Magic Mike. And, and or they have a misconception of what they are. Exactly. Yeah. Which is where I'm going with this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you look at a movie like Magic Mike and you look at, you know, young Channing Tatum. All the way back. And it was a movie about beautiful men dancing on stage, doing right. some Humpty Humps. And, you know, right. it was supposed to, you know, it just just fucking wet panties in the whole theater. Mm-hmm. That's how we make our dollars. That's mm-hmm. what that movie was advertised as, pretty right. much. Right. What you actually get is a pretty endearing story about, you know, a, a, a handsome young man starting his career in a way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like poetry. It's not Shakespeare, but it's a good time. And the choreography for the dancing is excellent. Matthew McConaughey is in there. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you move through these movies, you actually do get a lot of really healthy portrayals of relationships and mm-hmm. of work and of sex work in general. Because, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that's, to be honest, that is what they're doing. Right. So what we have coming up in Magic Mike's The Last Dance is an older Channing Tatum getting ready to, like, be able to do some more of the, like, dancing that he kind of came up doing, you know, in movies. Um, And it appears that they are pairing him with a... uh, an older actress as like the love interest, which I fucking love. I love mm. the idea of like him and like 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 the older woman with all the power who like mm. runs the stage. Yeah, and like that's the dynamic. That sounds fucking awesome. Uh, honestly, I'm I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see it in theaters. I've never seen a Magic Mike movie in theaters. I before. have not either. No, and, yeah. and this one I'm going to see in theaters. Yep. This is the last dance, man. It'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with an easy pick on mine. I'm going to stick to the world of movies. I want to talk about <clears throat> Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Cocaine Bear is exactly what is written on the tin. It is a true story about a bunch of drugs that fell in a forest and a bear got into the cocaine and just the carnage that ensues from that. <laughs> you can't... Give me a better two hours of fucking cinema than a bear on cocaine just wreaking havoc on everything. Yeah, no, straight up. Uh, yeah, I mean the uh, uh, directed by. Uh, remind me, I forget who is doing uh, the director. I, I, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, that's right, Elizabeth Banks. Yes, Elizabeth it, yeah. Banks. Uh, you who you will know from lots of acting things, mm-hmm. uh, The Hunger Games, Scrubs, uh, lots of stuff. Um, who you will? Uh, uh, who has directed movies in the past? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Th- yeah, this is just seems like her exact type of humor. Like, what mm. if there was a bear and it just ate a whole bunch of cocaine? And not not that she made it up. It's a true story. But right. like the, the idea that like someone would want to direct a movie about this just seems very Elizabeth. It mm. does. And and she's awesome. And I can't wait to see this shit because it's going to be fucking hilarious. Definitely see it in the theaters. Hector, what do you got for me? Horror comedy. Um, Honestly, mine's the next one on the list. Creed 3. Okay, yeah, I've not watched these movies. You have some. Oh, God. Some okay, those are going on the list before fucking March 3rd. Shit. It's, it's only two movies. We'll be fine. <laughs> so, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. of obviously of Black Panther fame, mm-hmm. uh, directed a movie in the Rocky series, in mm-hmm. case anyone out there didn't know that. It was not about Rocky Balboa. It was about the son of Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed being a mainstay character in... I think four Rocky, no, three. He was killed by Ivan Drago. So yeah, Uh, three Rocky movies where he was just always there. Maybe four. Fuck, I don't don't remember. There are a million (laughs) of those movies. There are five, but still. Six, seven, Jesus. Anyway, and that's just the Rocky movies, right? right? So yes, Creed was a movie about a young, um, the the, the young son of uh, of Apollo Creed who never really... um, you know, I had the chance to like trade off of the name or mm. decided he didn't want to. He wanted to come up on his own. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful fucking boxing movie. It, it's just a wonderful movie all on its own. The cinematography, the the, the fights, like the thing about boxing movies is they really have to put you in the ring. Yeah. Ryan does this better than anyone else in the world. Hmm. It was it, it's the best boxing scene fight choreography I've ever seen. It's got, you know, Sylvester Stallone's there being Rocky training, mm-hmm. uh, you know, young Apollo, young Creed. And it's so, so, so good. Fantastic movie. I would watch it anytime with mm-hmm. anybody and wa- wait for them to be impressed because it's just a fucking wonderful movie. Okay. Um, the second one, uh, I believe not directed by Coogler. Um, n- not as good, but still very good. Okay. And I believe he is back to direct the third, so that's why I'm so excited. Because, yeah, I can- cannot wait. Creed 3. Mm. Uh, next up on my list, keeping with the movie theme, I'm going to go with 65. We talked about 65 a couple weeks ago. 65 is this really weird movie where Adam Driver is a space explorer who gets hit by an asteroid while going through space and gets sent back in time to like the era of dinosaurs, and he has a laser gun, and he's protecting a kid or somebody that is a kid on the ship. And if that doesn't sound insane enough to you, I mean, I, I don't know what else you want from this. I don't know what else you would want from a movie than Adam driver with a laser gun shooting dinosaurs. Yeah, no, that, I mean, shit. You need no explanation for that. Sold. Nope. Give it to me. All right. Shove it right in my eyes. Next up, Hector. Next up for me is definitely Oppenheimer. Okay. I might take us to the IMAX for that. Okay. Um, which I might have done for Avatar, and um, which we recently saw in 3D. Um, this is a movie by um, Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan uh, the the IMAX guy, and it is about Oppenheimer, the a bomb guy. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, and if anyone is going to bring to life the dread. Of, of of what is happening in this movie without just having a bunch of nukes go off the whole movie, which you can't do because right. it's historical. Um, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch, probably incredibly beautiful to watch. I like that this is what he's doing and it, that he's he didn't rush right into like Tenet 2 or something weird like that, mm-hmm. which for obvious reasons, I don't think the movie did very well in theaters, but... 
This I am very much looking forward to simply for the cinematography because it looks fucking awesome. Mm. Uh, the trailer is gorgeous. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to steal your thunder on this one mm. because I'm going to say Dune Part 2. Oh. And the reason I say this, why why I stole this one mm-hmm. to, to mention it is because if it, anybody out there that knows me knows that I have tried as a nerd <laughs> many, many times to get into Dune. All of my nerdy friends are into Dune. They can all quote Dune. It's just a whole ass thing with them. And I just can't. Mm-hmm. I read the book. I get to a part where a person puts a hand in a box and I fall asleep. It doesn't matter which <laughs> version of it. That's what happens. End of the day. But Dune part one was the first time that I, I watched it and I went, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why everybody loves this. I get why they're so excited about it. Um, I wanted, I, I, it almost made me want to go back and try the book again. Cause I was just like, ah, oh, this is really good. Like these characters mm-hmm. are, are very fascinating to me. And I think that's why I wanted to mention Dune part two coming out is why one of the things I'm excited for this year, because yeah, it finally, Dune finally did it. I finally got Dune. Yeah. You got to enjoy Dune in a format because right. like going back to, you know, the, 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 the older one. I tried like, the 80s movie. Yeah. I tried like it's confusing. the book. Yeah. And Frank Herbert, like not to make a pun of it. He, he's a very dry writer. Oh, yeah. The, so, I, I've only really enjoyed experiencing Dune as a book in audiobook form recently. Yeah. Not recently. It was like five, seven years ago. Mm. But the audiobook was released with all of the characters voice acted, a mm. um, little bit of musical interlude. It really sets a stage for you while, while the book is going on. So... That helps so much because yeah. sometimes when you're reading, you forget to change a voice from narrator to other person telling a story. Right, right. Yeah, it, it can be rough. Um, yeah, Dune. Um, but before I pick mine, I got to say, yeah, I can't, I, I can't be more excited for Dune Part mm, Two. Absolutely, Dennis Villeneuve. I mean, is an absolutely masterful filmmaker. He invented instruments for the last movie, <laughs> guys. Like, come on, let's. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It couldn't be more excited for the next Dune. Um, I'm going to go with a fun one and say Shazam Fury of the Gods. So I want to, I want to take a pause Mm -hmm. before we talk about Shazam. Okay. Because there are many DC movies on this list and we aren't going to talk about all of them. Mm -hmm. We're skipping around the list as we go. Yeah. Are you still excited to see DC movies knowing that the James Gunn era is about to start? Shazam, yes. Okay. Uh, for a very specific reason. If it was like, like I... Aquaman two, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't care. Right. You know that that one's coming out later in the year. It, it's kind of whatever. Blue Beetle is gonna go just. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's just yeah. No, no, it, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, but Shazam, the first one was fun in a very specific way that felt disconnected from all the other movies mm-hmm. because it was about kids and kids having superpowers and that that's fun. Yeah. You know, watching watching people not know what to do and come into their own. It's character growth and and, and mm-hmm. it's portrayed very well. And that bit at the end where they all have powers and they're all like right. zooming around, sure. just like it gave me, I had so much fun with that. Yeah. So I just want more of that. Okay. I'd watch another movie of that. And yeah, I don't care that, you know, their cinematic universe is coming to an end. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't okay. matter. I can see it. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, one that I'm going to talk about is a trailer that actually came out today, uh, which is Renfield. Yeah. And Nicholas Holt is playing uh, Renfield, who is the assistant for Dracula. Mm-hmm. And when we originally talked about this movie like a year or so ago, we were we knew that Nicholas Cage was attached. We knew that Nicholas Holt was attached. And we were just like sold, you know, give us Nicholas Cage as Dracula. That's 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 perfection to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, we got the trailer for it today, and it is wilder, way wilder <laughs> than anything we could have imagined. Yep. Like it takes place in the modern era. It is like 
got Nicholas Holt with like superpowers because he has the powers that Dracula gave him. So he's just matrix matrixing all over the place. It's got a lot of comedy. Everything about this movie looks like my shit. Yeah. And do what do do yourself a favor and do watch the first trailer for this one because it it will sell you on the fucking movie. Yeah. No, can't wait. Yeah. Can't, can't wait for that one. And I haven't even seen the trailer yet. And it's after so you described it, I might not. I might just <laughs> wait for the movie to come out and watch it. Yeah. Um, do we have a date for that one? Yeah, uh, April 14th. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's not even that long from now. Nope. All right. So my next one um, uh, is John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, good choice. Yeah, good choice. That, that one comes out in March. Oh, uh, mm. I mean, yeah, that's a day one theater for me. Yeah. That's uh, opening what, weekend. What can you say about John Wick that hasn't been said? I know. Just There will never be, a, I think we've had enough John Wick, I don't think. <laughs> Um, and I mean, they do a good job of not trying I mean, to release took, one it, every year. It took you like three years of going, I know you don't like action movies, but watch this one. I know you yep. don't like action movies, but watch this one. And I finally went, fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, this is actually good. Maybe yeah. I do like action movies. I don't know. Yep. It's all about you've, the right you, kind. You've made me question everything, Hector. <laughs> I don't understand. Who even am I now? So yeah, John Wick 4. I don't know what there is to say about it, except, I mean, you'll be there too, won't you? Right. It, 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 all of you, all of you out in internet land, anyone who's listened to this, mm-hmm. if it's in the future, if it's after March 24th of 2023, <laughs> you'll probably have seen John Wick 4 and we can talk about it. Hit me up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to steal two. Yeah, go uh, for it. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and mm-hmm. the Marvels. Um, so, I don't uh, know what the Marvels is. So that's going to be the next Captain Marvel film oh. uh, that Miss Marvel is also going to be in. And oh. Photon. Miss Marvel from TV, yes? Yeah, yeah, yes. Good, yeah, yeah. Good. She's going to be in it. Good. And then uh, I think her name is Photon from WandaVision is going to be in it. Um, the, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Maria yeah. Rambo's Rambo's, yes. daughter. Daughter. Yes. Daughter, yes. Uh-huh. They're all going to be in, in a movie together uh, and it will give us the answer of what happened at the end of Miss Marvel and that sounds that fucking awesome yes yeah no I'm really into that yeah um, I I don't know how to feel about it Mine on the Wasp I know I'm going to like it yeah I, I love Paul Rudd to death and sure. I'd watch him do anything yeah um, same with uh, everyone else in that movie fucking uh, Michelle Pfeiffer especially right like goddamn. but um, Eve the damn it the Wasp uh, and um I think it's Michael Douglas is mm. original Ant-Man. Yeah. Hank Pym. Yep. That's yeah. correct. There we go. You're getting okay. so good at this. There's so many here. names. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, th- th- this looks fun. It looks really interesting. I- I'm excited to see how it ties in with Kang at all. Sure. Um, c- could be interesting. The last time we saw him was in Loki for crying yep, out loud. That's true. Um, that seems cool. This is the, f- watching that trailer was the first time I think ever that I felt kind of tired watching a trailer for a Marvel movie. Really? Okay. It kind of creeped in on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what that means. And I could be completely wrong. I'll probably, I'm, I know I'm going to sure. like the movie. Sure. I know I'm going to go in and be like, yeah, that was cool as hell. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that feeling was. When you told me about the uh, the Marvels, I'm like, fuck yeah, give me some of that. Right. Uh, that sounds like an amazing story. But yeah, um, definitely Marvels is more looking forward to than Ant-Man, even though I know Ant-Man's going to be good. Okay. It's weird. Weird to say. Give me something. Um, well, let's go from that to, you know, uh, Guardians Volume 3, because oh, yeah? I cannot fucking wait for Guardians Volume that is 3. A, that is a thing that is happening. Because it is a Marvel movie, sure, but it's we've gotten to see so much of 
the Guardians since Guardians 2. You know, we mm. got them in Infinity War and Endgame. Yep. We we got a little bit of them in Love and Thunder. And we ended up getting a lot of them and some really good catch-up story in the Christmas special. Which was so good. So, so good. If you haven't seen that, fucking watch it. Yeah. The James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on Disney Plus is excellent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, watching how they, you know, decided to like base camp at nowhere and like try and build up the civilization after the whole Thanos thing. Mm. It seems really cool. I'm yeah. I'm into it. Oh, seems great. Uh next one I was wasn't excited for at first and I think I'm excited for now which is the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I I am I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see that one in theaters. Once I accepted that this movie was blatantly going for camp like by yeah. watching the trailer I'm like, "Oh, they're they're just diving into the camp of this." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay. I dig this. Yeah. The camp is good." Uh I think I think they had to. When I think about trying to get a mass audience, even now, even in the post-MCU universe, Mm. you know, and we have the DCEU, and we even, in a world of, you know, Lord of the Rings on TV that costs like a billion dollars an episode or whatever the fuck it costs, um, in a world of Game of Thrones, it's still a tall order to get them, to to, to place a a, a movie, a a big budget movie in a universe that's like, how do I put this? There's a Tolkien-esque fantasy. It's like elves and dwarves and Mm. like dragons here and there and maybe a a, a sneaky monster somewhere. Right. Um, Having to try to explain, well, this druid really can't turn into an owlbear if you know the book. It's like, come on. Right. Like that, that's, it it, it gets too nerdy so, so, so fast. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they decided to take it and be like, well, instead of doing like a Dragon Age Origins, right, and making yeah. it really dark and like gritty for the new age, like this is all a little ridiculous. <laughs> can we just can we just make some jokes? Yeah. Like that dragon is going to like fly over the field and breathe tar <laughs> on the field. There has to be a joke about that, or at least he makes a gross sound when he does it, right? Right. right. And it's fun. And that's what it needed to be. A Dungeons and Dragons movie needed to be fun so that people can come in and be like, oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is good. This okay. is good. Anything else in the movie section you want to cover? Do you want to move on to games? Uh, let me see. Um, as far as movies go, I don't I don't know anything about the next Spider-Man movie across I mean, the universe. It's, it's across, across the, universe. the Spider-Verse. We know that uh, you know, 2099 is going to be in it, and there's going to be a whole bunch of new Spider-Mens. Um, yeah, Spider-Mens everywhere. It's just Spider-Mens be, everywhere. But this isn't, this, I mean, this, but it's not. It's the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. This is the, it's the oh, first, this is part one. Never mind. Oh, yeah, that's right. Part one is what, what was missing. I thought this yeah. was another Spider-Man movie. No, no, no. This is the sequel to Across, Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, yeah. there we go. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, other than that, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking pump it into my veins. <laughs> um, no, I think we're good on movies. I, I don't think we need to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. In fact, we should probably not. <laughs> we should just be avoiding that like the plague. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So. Games. Games. The first one, the, the one that I'm most excited for as of right this moment, is definitely the Dead Space remake coming up at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for this game. Mm. As much, I, I have not, I, I think the last time I was this hyped for a Dead Space game, it was for like Dead Space 2. Okay. Um, Dead Space 1 was such a great game. And if you play it now, it works, but it can be a little dated um, and, and not work like incredibly well on a PC, which is most likely where you're going to play it these days. Uh, it has to have a controller. The mouse and keyboard doesn't work great. Um, but it's still a good game. It still holds up. It's still impeccably designed. 
Anyway, I've been following the development of the remake because it's EA, right? I, I didn't think they were going to do a Capcom job, but I was hoping they were going to do better than, you know, a Square Enix job. Um you know, somewhere in the happy middle. And following it, it looks like they really did do a, a, a an incredible job updating this game. Making it, you know, look good, but also, like, fleshing out the graphics. It feels a little bit more like a complete full remake than mm. it does any sort of remaster. And, I mean, and that is right. the truth. And you got a new engine, you know, new effects. It's the same story, some new content, some apparently new mechanics. It all sounds wonderful. And the first game is so good. And I hope they do part two. Okay. You know? Okay. Video games, video games, video games. Uh, Jedi, or sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is my next pick for things I'm excited for for 2023. Jedi Fallen Order was one of those... Came out of left field, just mind-blowingly good, like accessible to a lot of people while still having some difficulty to mm -hmm. it. And a story that just, God, that story yeah. is so good. Yeah. Like they could, they could make that story into like a Star Wars miniseries and put it on Disney Plus. And I'd be like, yeah, we'll watch this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. It yeah. is so good. In fact, if you, if that's how you were going to do Jedi stories, I think people would complain a lot less that there were Jedis and things. Right. Everything about the original, like these uh, Jedi survivor was just like for fallen order was fantastic. The story, the music, the everything about it. Yeah. You know, and the accessibility just, is, is you're right. Absolutely about that because yeah. they needed to make a star Wars game, a single player star Wars game for everybody, but they wanted to make the combat interesting and give it almost like a souls like feel to it. Right. So it was deep and engaging and you would keep playing and it yeah. didn't feel light, you yeah. know? Um, and they did manage to, like, balance it out so it wasn't, like, horribly punishing. They, mm -hmm. I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah. Super excited about that. Come on, Hector. I know what your next pick is. Do you? Yes. Uh, my next pick mm -hmm. is Atomic Heart. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Atomic Heart. I've been waiting for this fucking game. <laughs> I think I saw the first trailer for this game in, like, 2019, maybe 2018. It looked just as good then as it does now, which is insane to say because the game looks amazing. Yeah, it's this weird, like, first-person dystopian... Yeah, because at, at first it felt a little bit like a Bioshock, and even now it feels a little bit like a Bioshock. Yeah. But it just the, the, the setting and the mechanics and everything they're going for feels so grounded and, like, meaty and weighty. But at the same time, it, it's a little bit of, like, techno-fantasy. Right. There's definitely some, like push pull you know and like weird guns and lasers and automatons everywhere and big machines designed to kill you it, it just it, it seems really cool yeah. it seems really unique more than anything else which is one of the biggest aspects of it i'm looking for okay uh i will go ahead and pick then my next pick is going to be street fighter 6 surprise surprise yep i am excited for a street fighter game yeah uh yeah i play a lot of street fighter 5 um Every time that I think I'm out of playing fighting games, they come out with a new Street Fighter, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm just there playing it again. You know, I have had the same fight sticks since Street Fighter Four, and it served me well then, and it's serving me well now. And I will just dust it off and play some more Street Fighter. I don't think there's anything that one can say about Street Fighter that has not been said before. My fingers are just crossed that it, it is good as I hope it is because it has a, it has a lot riding on it considering the quality of fighting games right now is so good in the modern era. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I am going to, yeah, no, I, I, I do. I really want to play the suicide squad game. Ah, uh, the kill the justice league game. Yeah, that is, 
I mean, it's Rockstar, right? Yep, it's and, sort of Rocksteady. Yeah, uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah, Rocksteady. Sorry, definitely not Rockstar. Yeah, the ones, who, is, the, main, the ones who made the Arkham games. Exactly. The Now, if you haven't played the Arkham games, just go fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Those are excellent games. Play them all, especially the first one. Mm-hmm. You don't get to say that about a lot of series, but especially the first one. Yep. The other two won't make any sense without the first one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, some of the... Most authentic, um, you know, the superhero games ever made mm-hmm. to the character. Like the games were felt like they were built around Batman oh, in yeah. such a great way. Well, then it helped that they not only had a great combat system, yes. but you also had Kevin Conroy, you know, yeah. rest in peace. You had Mark Hamill as the Joker. Like everything about Arkham Asylum was a love letter to everything that has ever been Batman mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. It's just it worked. It worked so well. They made three games, four if you count Origins, but that wasn't, you know, it, it, it was a different dumb. studio. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they, they made three excellent Batman games, huge, huge games that were really, really, I don't know. They were, they were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. There, there, there aren't too many words for it. And now they're making a game about the Suicide Squad having to kill the Justice League. Yep. And that is a ridiculous task. It's like a toddler trying to fight Mike Tyson, basically. And they're, they know that and they're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the crux of what's going on. So yeah, I'm really excited. And I want to, I want to play as King shark and I want to fucking eat someone. And it is the final voice appearance of Kevin Conroy. Yes, it is. As Batman. Like that's, that's tough. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It, it's going, it's going to be both excellent and kind of sad hearing his voice. Yeah. We have a couple of number fours on this list. Yeah, we do. I know the one that you probably want to talk about, so I'm going to pick Diablo 4. Yeah, okay. Tentatively excited for Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. We know the debacle that was Diablo Immortal that took place over the last year, just the horrific like monetization for it. I think that the team behind Diablo 4 is taking all of that into consideration. And with the exception of putting in a battle pass, just because you put a battle battle pass in every, like my toaster has a battle pass at this right. point. Yeah. I think they're going to keep the monetization minimal. I hope they're going to keep pumping out quality content for it. I had a lot of fun with Diablo three. Once the expansion came out and they fixed everything. Right. Yeah. If they have that mindset going into Diablo 4, I think it's good. I think it has potential. Yep. I, well, I want to be excited for Diablo again. I Man, really do. So so here's here's the way that I see it going, right? I see them hopefully... Okay, best case scenario. I'm going to lay out best case scenario. The game doesn't launch broken as fuck. Right. Game launches and it works. And you can play it. So here's... The, the, the way that I see it going is that if it launches and it works, there will be some unpopular features that will probably get altered and maybe completely done away with within the first like six months right four months like the auction house yeah exactly and you know what i'm pretty okay with all of that i really am i really really am but um yeah i mean diablo 4 should should definitely should 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 be good yeah it deserves to be good it deserves to be good i just hope they had they took all the time they needed to make it good Mm -hmm. i agree yeah. All right, Hector. What so do you got? I'm moving on to an untentative, excited game. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, a, a game that I have all the excitement for in the world, and that's Resident Evil 4 mm. Remastered. So this is a Capcom-style remake from Capcom, mm. doing Capcom things this, as Capcom. This is why I saved this one for you, because I, I love I seeing your excitement for this. Oh, man. Like, so and I don't, and, and I'm sure... There aren't too many people listening to this who never played Resident Evil 4, but Resident Evil 4, even to this day, through all of it, all of it, 
everything. There's so much content. Still the best one, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, and we can we can fight about it if you want, but uh, I think it's the best I, I'm one. I'm not going to fight you over the best Resident <laughs> Evil. It's, I feel like that's a subjective argument. Uh, no, and... see, I'd fight about it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you told me it was a different one, I'd be like, why? Tell me about it. <laughs> Let me tell you about our Lord and Savior, Code Veronica. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what, Code Veronica? Not it's very good. Yeah, it's very good. It's not RE4. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is an absolutely a different episode. Thank you, Chad. Um, but, yeah, RE4 and it is getting a Resident Evil 2-style remake, except it's Resident Evil 4. I, I, I cannot wait to see what they do with this. Mm-hmm. If you played both Resident Evil 2 and the Resident Evil 2 remake, you will understand the fucking depth that they went into to remake this game. Mm-hmm. Not remaster it, not just shove it out again, not even just put a shoulder over the camera and have all the same shit happen. They remade this game. Yeah. Everything is different. Mm-hmm. It, 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 even even the stuff that's the same is different. Mm-hmm. But they, they did keep the tofu costume <laughs> character to play through as, which I fucking love because Capcom's always had a sense of humor about all of this. So, yeah, I, I couldn't be more excited for RE4 Remake. Um I think a lot of people will be, and I think it might go down as one of the games of the year by the end of the year. Okay. I would make that prediction. That is, that is a bold statement, my friend. You know. I am going to go with, I'm going to go back to my James origin story, mm-hmm. my roots when it comes to things that little me loved. I want to talk about mechs. Yeah. I want to talk about Armored Core 6. Ooh, yeah. I want to yeah, talk yeah. about the beauty that is from software that has been making games like Elden Ring in the Soul series and Bloodborne, and after a decade they came back to their roots and said motherfuckers let's do a mech game and i went yes (laughs) give it put it in my face i want those robots right in my face yeah and i'm super excited about it everything that i've been reading from the interviews with miyazaki and all of them they're saying like we're not making it a souls like we're we're making it armored core it's gonna be about mech customization and taking your loadout into the battlefield and getting all the data that you can get about the battlefield in advance so that you can customize your mech based on the battlefield these are all things that are really fucking nerdy that i love yeah there's a reason why i can boot up a mech warrior game and be like i will see you guys in like a week Mm -hmm. like that's where I live sometimes. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm having never played an Armored Core game in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I think I played a demo of part three on the PlayStation 3, maybe part four on the PlayStation 3, whatever it was. Um, but uh, I, this being from software and this being a modern game, I now feel like I have a way to enter the series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it inspires me, I might go back and check out the original. Yeah, and you don't have to have any... F- previous knowledge of the other ones you just get to get into this one and just go yeah and i'm so excited just knowing like guys okay so so just good confession from 2022 time i played uh elden ring obviously in 2022 when most of the rest of the world did um played it for about two months solid uh was obsessed with it like everyone else no one could stop talking about it for like the entire first six months that it came out um i'm still watching lore videos about that i'm still learning about new tiny intricacies in the game tiny little things in the story that are only there because they matter on the artwork and the assets in the game for things you pick up things you would never notice unless you were looking for it Mm -hmm. um but things that end up really mattering there's so much attention to detail, and I know that what you really need in a mech game is a lot of attention to detail. <laughs> so I feel like this is kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, I can't wait to play this one. I love that. I love that. Next game that I want to talk about on this list 
is one you may or may not have heard of. It's called Lies of P. Ah, yes. There's the, the Souls-like. No, Souls-like. No, no, no. Bloodborne-like. So it's a Bloodborne-like video game that is about Pinocchio. <laughs> it is a dark, gritty, Souls-like Pinocchio game. And that sounds like all of my shit. Yeah. No, honestly, that sounds fucking cool as hell. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Show me a game with, you know, trick weapons that you can convert on the fly. And this dark Victorian setting with just monsters in it. But also on Pinocchio. But also fucking Pinocchio. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. Yeah. I want this game. I cannot wait. Uh, It doesn't have a date, release date yet, but tentatively it's supposed to be out this year. Yeah. Um, anything else on the game list you want to talk about? One more, yeah, absolutely. And All that's right. Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2. Should I play the first one before um, this game? If Honestly, I think because of the art style, it wouldn't be too bad to grab it on Steam. It's probably like $3. Right. And just hook up a controller and just even just play a this few levels This is the year that it. I get a Steam Deck, isn't it? Yeah, it should be. It definitely should be. Yeah. Steam Deck is fucking awesome. I was just looking at my Steam list this, you know, uh, around New Year's, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, if I had a Steam Deck, I would probably play most of these games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the indies, yeah. all, the, all the little stuff you can play on your couch. Yeah. Yeah, Steam Deck is the way to go for that. I would absolutely yeah. add that to, the, to something to get... This year. Well, I need to get one because before we go to Japan, we're going to need it for the flight. Goddamn right. The flight. <laughs> the flights that yeah. we are going through. We are still, me and a friend are currently working through the best possible routes to get us there the shortest amount of time. So. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So the uh, Warhammer 40K Space Marine, the first one, came out something like 100 years ago. Um, and it was almost like a God of War-esque type of game. This is before yep, we yep. had the Arkham series of combat, you know, or uh, the... So it played a lot more like God of War. You know, it was very much uh, attacks directed towards people. And you were a space marine, meaning you have a sword with it that's that's also a chainsaw mm-hmm. and a gun that shoots rounds, uh, you know, the, the the width of a Coke can. Yeah. And you just run around killing orcs. <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of orcs while you walk through factories that are, you know, the size of aircraft carriers. Mm-hmm. And the factory is actually on a ship the size of New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, which is now going for, through space to a building uh, the size of three New York cities. <laughs> this is, it's Warhammer, you know, it's 40K, and it's 40K for a reason. That's 40,000 years of capitalism. So, you know, <laughs> shit just keeps getting bigger and built on top of itself, and, you know, the sacrifices of blood are made, and oh, God. The, uh, the buildings go up. That was There was a great meme I saw this week that was just like, when you're young, you think that the future is going to be Star Trek, and when you're older, you realize it's Warhammer 40K. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Just capitalism got worse, baby. We just we yeah. just went hard on the capitalism. Warhammer 40K is what happens if, like, ever there's a billionaire who figures out how to make himself immortal. And we right. go to just, then we just speed run the 40K future. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, you know, it's going to be big and huge and it's going to be more space Marine with the big spectacle combat and just murdering orcs because mm. you don't have to feel bad about killing them. They're orcs. They're orcs. Yeah. They just fucking murder them all. <laughs> it's a good stress reliever. Never go back and listen to our earlier episodes. We always say this, but there was a, one that we did. God, it must've been eight years ago at this point mm. where we did go to GDC, uh, or the games developer conference and we interviewed the head, the head creator behind the original, uh, Space Marine. Oh, nice. And listening to him talk so passionately about the Warhammer universe was just like, it was so fascinating because he got it, man. And he's not the one working on the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping that some of that passion from the first one translates 
over to the new one. Yeah. Warhammer has been getting a lot of really good properties these days. And what I want to call them is not like the best games. Most of them are like double A, which isn't an indicator of a bad game. Most triple A games are worse than most indie games that we get recently. Yeah, no, no, no. But they're double A games. So they're kind of like budget titles, you know, 40 to $50. Mm-hmm. Stuff like Dark Tide that just came out that, that I've been playing on Game Pass. That's a lot of fun. St- earlier this year, we had Necromunda Hired Gun, which was kind of a uh, map-based, like, uh, it's just another shooter. Yeah. But it, it, the thing about this is the context and the location of everything that you're doing, and it's so much fun um, because the universe is unique and interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, 40K has been getting a lot of great titles that really respect and nail the setting mm-hmm. and, and like if this can do that i yeah yeah this is gonna be great I, this nice. is a day one purchase for me okay it's gonna be fun ready to go to tv last yeah. last area for the the show we're gonna talk yeah. about some tv pick whatever you want i'm gonna start i'm going with good omen season two yeah i can't believe that's happening i cannot believe i don't even know happening. how to describe that i don't even know they they if covered you- the book I know. In the first season. They covered the book. But that was. But but, but Gaiman said that him and Pratchett had enough notes for a sequel. I was going to say, because Pratchett's dead. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He's been dead for a while. A while. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he said that him and Pratchett had enough notes that they could do the next part of the story. I mean, I trust him. It's It's great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I don't care. David Tennant is just absolutely fantastic in his role. Like, yeah. Just put more Good Omens it, in my Everything face. Bill Nye does it, just it, like melts my heart. Like, if, you have never, if you haven't watched the first season of Good Omens, you are doing yourself a disservice. Also, yeah. Good Omens is one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. That's almost a, a wonderful year, fucking it's book. almost a yearly read for me. Like, that's how much I love Good Omens. Nice. Yeah. I uh, love, absolutely love the book. Um yeah, and, and the show's on, it's on Amazon. You know, yeah. if you if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Good Omens, the first season of television, and it is an excellent season of television. And it's not mm. even that long. No. Yeah. And it's just so much fun. It's good shit. All right. Um, I don't want to take all the best ones. We'll just pick something. All right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's go with uh, Loki season two. Yeah. Yeah. Not confirmed release date yet, but it's in the pipeline for this yeah, year. Yeah, it's in the pipeline, and you know, it's probably we will this probably year. know more about Loki season two after Ant Man comes out. I would, I would wager if I had to take a guess at it. Yeah. So uh, obviously, in the first season, we got some Kang. Yep. Yep. So, and he's going to be in uh, Ant Man, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna, yeah, that, that'll probably lead us to where we need to go. We might even get a little Loki cameo somewhere in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. He he's off in the multiverse somewhere. Exactly. Um, yeah, Loki season two. If you don't know, the, the, the reason I'm excited for this isn't because of the lore, because of Kang or anything like that. The first season of this show was so good. And it, you know, really gave Loki something to do for several episodes, mm-hmm. which is, it's saying a lot. It, it's it, the, the character got to be explored. He got to be brought to where, you know, to where he was when we lost him. And he got to... I don't know. Like, like there, there was so much there was going a whole on in that ass show. Journey there. there was a whole ass journey. He got to meet female Loki. Mm-hmm. Like there, ah, oh, good shit. It was good absolutely shit. fantastic. And I just want more. So yeah, yeah. Loki season two. Okay. Uh, I believe just about a month or so ago, I can't remember exactly. I think the latest season of Harley Quinn just wrapped up. Um, so I need to the go animation. On, I, yeah. The animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I, so I need to go on to HBO and freaking watch that. Yeah, it is some of the best television ever. If you've not been watching the yeah. Harley Quinn animated series, 
Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's the best animated show I've seen since like like Ar- uh, Archer or, you know, Venture yeah. Brothers or stuff like that. It, like it, it can, is so good. The it, comedy is excellent. It's excellent. It takes all of the hot air out of the seriousness of superheroes. Yeah. Ron Funches as King Shark is like the best <laughs> fucking thing in the world. Like Kite Man is an absolute asshole, but you just like it when he's on screen. But the reason I'm mentioning that is that on Valentine's Day, Harley Quinn is getting a special called Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day special which is going to be about her and poison ivy going on a date and probably all the horrible things that are going to happen when they go on their date i fucking love it i can't wait yeah that's a ship yep absolutely all right um uh, excuse me a little bit of allergies here uh let's see as far as tv shows goes man i watched so little tv last year (laughs) um i mean obviously it's mando season three okay like who doesn't like the mandalorian right i okay I am excited for The Mandalorian Season 3 because I do like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I am still coming down from the high that is Andor. Oh, well. And it's like, can The Mandalorian Season 3 possibly compete? Let me tell you right you now, nah. Uh, no, no, no. You're like, nah, bro, this is nah. not going to happen. This is, this is not, the, the, we, we can't do this. So what we finally have in Star Wars mm-hmm. is something set in the universe that just stands out. Mm-hmm. And that's Andor. So what you can compare, like, what is? What, I need a really good example of this because <laughs> it's hard. Like, like, how do you compare um, something just meant? How do you compare the the MCU Christmas special by James Gunn mm-hmm. to something like Winter Soldier? Right, right. These are they exist in different genres, even right. though they're the same right. thing. And yeah. like, which one is better? I don't fucking know. But yeah. did, you can't really do that. And I feel exactly the same way about Mandalore, about every Star Wars thing ever, mm-hmm. uh, except maybe the Bad Batch mm-hmm. and and uh, Andor. Andor is just it, it, it's a different genre of thing taking place in the same universe, you know, because. Yeah. Oh man, that show was too good. That show was, and it was such like 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 Star Wars from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. And, ah man, so so good. But yeah, this is different. We're back to camp. We're back to Grogu. Yep. We're back to toys and advertising yep. and dark sabers. And yep. yeah, I'm, I'm still into that. Okay, I'm still into I'm that. I'm excited. I, I for would it. not be excited for a Boba Fett book of Boba Fett season two. Two, I would be excited for that. I, I wouldn't not watch it. Right. But, I, mean, but, I, I want to see more Vespa gang. I'm sorry. I'm I'm pro Vespa gang. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's sorry, fair. sorry, haters. Sorry, Star Wars is fun. Sorry, we brought a little fun to your Star Wars. Hector, I'm gonna ride that Pedro Pascal train. Oh, here we go. Right into talking about The Last of Us, which comes out in like a week or two. Yeah, The Last of Us, the TV show, the on, TV show uh, on HBO. Yeah, the premiere. Prepare to cry. Shit. Oh God, prepare to cry. Prepare to probably. Even though you know what's happening, have the shit scared out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, be prepared to be completely horrified by some truly grotesque violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, prepare to d- d- you probably do some crying. There's going to be some crying involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the game made me cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot. If, they, if, they, if the opening of the TV series made me cry the way the opening of the game did, oh God. we are fucked. No, it would, it would affect me for the rest of my life like the <laughs> yeah. game has. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's not even worth talking about right now. But like, imagine if they tried to open the show the same way. Mm. Like, ugh, like I, I don't even know. Mm. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. They probably won't because yeah. it's like the, the, the highest bar ever to live up to. Mm-hmm. The bar is in, in, in space. Like, mm-hmm. you can't. 
but, but good luck, man. Yeah. Good luck to The Last of Us TV show on HBO. Mm-hmm. I want it to be very good. I do too. Hector, what do you got for me? All right. So, um, uh, 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 what do we have a guaranteed release date on? Uh, da, da, da. Not a ton. There's no, a, there's not, a, not a whole bunch. There. I know I'm really excited for uh, the, the last season of The Witcher, which I know it's not, but The Witcher yeah. season three is the last. <laughs> You're like, it's the last season for me. Yeah, it's the last Henry Cavill season. Yeah. And uh, not that I have anything against the show moving on. I'm actually currently watching uh, the miniseries Blood Origin on Netflix. That's mm-hmm. also about The Witcher. And it has Michelle Yeoh, so I was going to watch it, you right. know. I've heard mixed things about it. Um, I've liked it so far. I'm only like three episodes in, yeah. and I think there are only six, so whatever. Oh, nice. But, um, yeah, uh, excited for the next season of The Witcher. I loved two. I loved one. Uh, you know, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher still is in my head yeah. every now and then. So Every time Spotify tries to play that song to me, I'm like, no, turn it off right <laughs> now. <laughs> and, the problem, and here's the thing, and this is a conspiracy theory, but I'm sticking to it. If you teach Spotify that you like the song Toss a, Toin, uh, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher... Every week on your your discovery, they will send you a new version somebody has made of that fucking song. There were about a trillion versions of that song made because it was catchy as shit. Oh, man. Uh, so The Witcher, that's what you're excited the for. Witcher, the Witcher is the one that I'm excited for. Okay, yeah, so Star I'm, TV I'm going to give you a weird one because we say going into these discussions for the end of 2022 and going into 23 or end of the year, beginning of the year, we want to keep it positive. We want to keep it light. We do not want to be negative. We do not want to bring that vibe into the year. Right. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to put two things. I'm going to lump two things together and I'm going to explain why. Okay. I am lumping the ninth season and final season of The Flash uh-huh. and the seventh and final season of Riverdale together. Okay. So these are both happening in 2023. Both ending in 2023. 2023 is the year we took out the trash. We took out the CW (laughs) all at once. So the reason I mentioned The Flash is because I have a couple of shows that I have on in their... I don't think trash TV is the right word for it. It's no. that shit that I put on in the background yeah. while I'm doing other shit. It's not trash TV. It's your trash. It's my trash. It's that's my like, trash. Yeah, which is fully, fully what I consider Grey's Anatomy, by right. the way. Like, that's my shit. Right. But it's also my trash. Right. It's not shit that I'm like, come over. You need to watch this prestige drama. It's like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to Except for me getting a text from you being like, bro, did you watch season well, five because yet? I know you watch it. <laughs> I, I also text another lady I used to work with like, like five years ago who's like seven years my senior, and we talk about grades too there's two people i talk about grades with (laughs) so um, the flash has always been my background show when i'm doing other things and i've stuck with it and one of the only reasons i stuck with it is because i had heard a couple years ago it was going to be ending Mm -hmm. and so i'm like i'm already in it at this point like honestly i am going to go back and finish the walking dead at some point i stopped okay years ago oh yeah it's over now and i'm like i kind of want to see what happened yeah now that it's done. Man, I don't even remember where I stopped anymore. I stopped when Negan showed up, I think. Right. Yeah. And so the other aspect of this, the, the other side of the coin is Riverdale season seven. You and I both have a YouTuber that we both love. Oh, yeah. Super Eye Patch Wolf. Uh-huh. And Super Eye Patch Wolf has been forcing himself to watch Riverdale. He did a great video about Riverdale. Literally yep. go on YouTube, look up Super Eye Patch Wolf Riverdale. Yeah. It's about an hour long fantastic Strap episode. In. Yeah. Strap in. It is amazing. <laughs> and so... He gets on Twitter whenever there's a new episode or when he's going through his watch of it, and he will just post the plot of the show. Yeah, just the plot of that episode. And it'll be like, Archie and the gang go back in time to prevent JFK from being assassinated and end up saving, like, 
somebody else in the process, and then Veronica became a vampire. Yeah, yeah, Veronica became a vampire and tried to eat Cheryl, but Cheryl had mind-reading powers for some reason. Right, and he always ends these tweets with, guys, these tweets are real. They're real, this they're always actually real. actually what is in the show. Yeah, this isn't The Onion, I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> and so I stopped watching Riverdale around season four, and so I'm waiting for it to finish because I'm going to fucking binge that. Yeah, honestly, I will probably watch all of Riverdale once it's finished, just to... Just, it's just it's, fucking wild, it's man. It's just fucking wild. The first season was very much like, look at these pretty teenagers doing Archie. Archie stuff. Yeah, it's adult Archie. Archie sleeping with his teacher? Ooh. <laughs> like, like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, it was that. And yeah, now it's just uh, like like the, the rails. We haven't, we don't even know what rails <laughs> there are There are anymore. no rails. No, there's no tires. <laughs> we are careening down an icy sled <laughs> plane. Yeah. Oh, what have you got for me? Oh, man. So... I love, I, I don't think I will go back and watch The Flash when sure, it finishes, sure, yeah. but Riverdale, definitely, definitely one of those. The last TV show that I'm really, really excited for, mm-hmm. for next year, is Superman and Lois Season 3. Yeah, you've been you've been hyping this up. That show is fucking excellent. It, mm-hmm. it, it, there's a reason it's on HBO, and I know it's the same cast from the CW series, and they, they kind of... They play together because they're owned by the same parent company. Right. But this show has much more of a budget, so you don't have to worry about cheesy looking effects, but much, much, much better writing. Mm-hmm. This is the best Superman we've ever seen on screen as far as him being a real character whose motivations you understand despite him being a god alien mm-hmm. because he has a wife and a family and, and, and two young boys. And the boys have problems and the boys are good characters mm-hmm. and Lois is a good character. And they're just good characters everywhere in the show. And, uh, Mm-hmm. Even when it gets a little weird, even when it dials a little too far into the, the superhero aspect of it all, and we have maybe too many scenes of people flying around, mm-hmm. it, it always comes back to just being good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's yeah. a good show. Um, it, again, like, I am excited for a good Superman show the way I used to be excited that we were just getting comic book shows. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as good about this as I did about Arrow right. because, like, we never got a good Superman show. The, the, the closest thing I think we might have ever gotten is like Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, I will defend Smallville. I can't really defend Smallville, but I'll try. I, I, I get it. And some people really like Smallville or grew up with it, or it was like it came out at the perfect time it was, for it was them. Right at the perfect time. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but, but when you go back and look at that show, I mean, it, it kind of comes off like the last season of Archie, but like all the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Or, 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 you know what it really reminds me of? And this is a bit of a dig. So forgive me, everyone who likes the show. Reminds me of the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So it just seen. gets really complicated for no reason. And they add shit in. And then it's like, uh, how do we get back to normal? How do we, uh, yeah. Sounds like a CW show to me. Sounds like a CW show. Exactly. Um, This is not that. Uh, Superman and Lois is a genuinely excellent show that is very easy to binge and and easy to watch. Mm. And it's on HBO. So not only are there no commercials, there aren't even any commercial bumpers. Yeah. You know? It's it's just I, I can't recommend it enough. If you if you if you take my advice on anything, Superman and Lois. It's on HBO Max. There are two seasons available, and I can't wait for the third because it makes me enjoy watching Superman, which is something that doesn't generally happen in my life. Okay, I'm gonna just rapid fire a couple here. We know that there's a bunch of Marvel stuff around the corner. Uh, Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't wait it. for that. That's probably this year. Yep. Uh, yeah. Echo, uh, which is based off the character from Hawkeye. Right. Yeah. Yep. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Men '97, the animated series follow up. 
I don't even know what that's going to be like. Like, I don't, I don't I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for the title. Yeah. But, like, I, I have no inkling of what, what that might be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ironheart following in the footsteps of the last Black Panther movie. Yeah. That is, that's really exciting. After, I, I, I was not excited at all until I saw Wakanda Forever, and now yeah. it's like, oh. Are you excited for Futurama coming back? I don't know. Futurama ended like five times. <laughs> and now it's coming back. It, it was, okay, so it ended, and then they did a movie, and they're like, yay, movie. And then they did three more movies that all tied <laughs> into each other. And then the show came back on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, that, uh, what... <sighs> How did you how did you feel when Scrubs came back? I mean, it's like not, not, not completely regardless of how it turned out, but mm. when you heard it was coming back mm. after the incredible finale you got, it was like, but but why? You, you finished it, mm. uh, so yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe it'll be excellent. That uh, definitely has more to talk about now than it did then. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it's gonna happen. I mean, yeah. is it Sam Simon? Is it Matt Groening? Yeah. Everybody's back. Then it's probably really good. Yeah. Probably going to be great. All right. So I'm going to end. We're about about to wrap everything up here. I want to give a recommendation because I want to talk about the last thing on my list, Mm. which is Party Down Season 3. This is a show, I believe you can see it on Hulu currently. I have to double Mm. check, but I think it's on Hulu. This show came out like a decade and a half ago. Party Down. Party Down. Okay. Um, It's got Ken Marino, um, Adam Scott. Just like the entire cast is like everybody that's that's in the original party down are all like really famous comedians and actors now. Gotcha. And it was this group of people who were like down and out actors who worked at a catering company and just how badly they botch every single catering job they do. That sounds funny. And it's just, just antics ensue. Some people are just like fucking high all the time. Like think of like the movie waiting, but like in a catering environment almost. Did you ever see the movie, the slam and salmon? No, I didn't. I'm going to put that on the list. Yeah. And so everything about Party Down is just like, for me, I just laugh the entire time I'm watching because all of these great actors and great comedians are constantly just riffing off each other while they're acting like they're in a catering service. Mm-hmm. And it's just every bit of, I think, it, I think the show still holds up. And the fact that after all this time, they were like, yeah, by the way, we're all getting together and doing a season three just because we liked it that much. Uh, those are the best kind. Like I'm so excited for it. So that is my recommendation going into 2023. If you want to laugh, look up party down. It is two seasons. Absolutely worth your time. Yeah. No, that sounds really cool. Party down. Yep. And that is everything that we have for the show this week. Don't forget that you can head over to goodnight.gg to become a patron of our show. You can head over to facebook.com slash gnggcast where you can chat with us as well as find me at gnggcast on Twitter. That's it We for everything we have for our 2023 episode. Yeah. We're going to be back to our normal show after this. But until next time, for Hector, this is James. For James, this is Hector. Everyone, good night. And good game.